Let's head over to the KRD Newsline now, as we mentioned. SBF, the notorious FBF, if you will, now out on the potential largest pretrial bond ever. ABC's Aaron Katursky has been following this story. Good morning, Aaron. What is the latest when it comes to uh, the embattled former CEO of FTX? Sam Bankman-Fried was once a globetrotting crypto billionaire, and now he's living with his parents in Palo Alto, California. After he committed what prosecutors called a fraud of epic proportions, he was released on a $250 million bond. Uh, it is among the largest uh, pretrial bonds in the, in the Southern District of New York, but it's, it's just a number. He doesn't have to put up any, any money up front. And, and he's told our George Stephanopoulos that he really doesn't have any money left, that he's maybe got $100,000 to his name. And, and, and even the judge said that he has achieved such sufficient notoriety that nobody's going to want to do business with him. Um, and, and he's restricted from any financial transaction in excess of $1,000. Is this because he had been transferring money to loved ones or uh, somehow, I mean, is that going to be something that they look at? Uh, probably they'll, they'll try to trace whatever personal money he has, but um, it's not thought that he has much. The prosecutor said in court yesterday that, you know, his assets that once made him a billionaire have sufficiently diminished. And it's not thought that he's really got much ability to, to skip bail. Um, if he does, the judge informed him of the consequences. The bond has to be signed by his parents, and, the, um, and they have to put up their house. So there are severe consequences if he fails to show up in court. But he said he understood that he has to. Yeah, and really the whole extradition, you know, at one point saying he'd fight, and then that sudden, you know, turn of events. Is this kind of indicating that he may be a little bit more cooperative than uh, one, what was once believed? Well, it, 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 it certainly could be an indication of that. Um, I think a better indication would be the guilty pleas of two people that he used to be quite close to, Gary Wang, with whom he founded FTX, Caroline Ellison, his former girlfriend, uh, who's tied up in his businesses as well. Uh, they both pleaded guilty and agreed to cooperate with prosecutors. So the feds now have insiders and narrators to take them through how this alleged scheme unfolded. And, and and so because that's part of it is going to be uh, explaining uh, what happened because uh, the auditor, I believe, that's uh, already been looking at the book says there are no books to really be looking at that. They did a lot of their business uh, through Slack messages and things. Yeah, the um, the, the uh, new chief executive of FTX is trying to restructure it out of bankruptcy. He said, you know, at best they use QuickBooks, which is like you know, for you and I to use in our household budgeting, uh, not a $32 billion crypto exchange. So uh, it, it does seem like the, the finances are a bit of a mess, but with two individuals, at least two now cooperating, federal prosecutors can begin to try and unravel the scheme and, and pinpoint Sam Bankman-Fried's exact role. They've already said he transferred assets out, $8 billion worth, and put them to use for himself um, and, and perhaps these two cooperators can give them a, a better insight into how he did it. And with this kind of cooperation, uh, the feds will have that inside track into explaining maybe what happened. But the people who had money, or I should say money, had uh, value in cryptocurrency uh, through FTX, will they be getting any satisfaction? Will they be getting any of that value returned to them? It's unlikely that they're going to get all of it back. Um, and, and what happens now that uh, FDX is in bankruptcy, 
the, the customers, the investors, they have to get in line with every other creditor. And, and usually the big institutional creditors go first and the individuals are, you know, in line for what's left at the end. And, and usually it isn't much. In the case of Bernie Madoff's fraud, for example, that was a Ponzi scheme, so a little different, but they were able to recover $14 billion so far, and victims have been made 70% whole. You know, that's taken more than a decade. Uh, whether the prosecutors can do the same thing here, so far they don't know what happened to all the money. Mm. And and meanwhile, that $250 million PR bond, personal recognizance bond, secured by the family's home in Palo Alto. But I thought PR bonds needed to have like a 10%, you know, uh, you put down 10% on those. So they have a home that's worth $25 million in Palo Alto? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I, I don't know what the house is worth. That um, I mean, maybe it, it is worth that much. But um, as it is, I think he's been informed that if for some reason he skips town, his parents will be out. Uh, you know, they've had to sign for the bond along with two others, only one of whom can be a relative. So people are going to be out money, and his parents would be homeless. And given his high profile, not too easy for him to escape. A lot of eyes would be on him, I'm sure. All right. Well, Aaron Katursky, ABC News, as senior investigative reporter, we appreciate it. Thank you.